Welcome to episode one. I'm excited that you're here. I'm ready to get learning about reading so you can help your child the best you can. There's so much that goes into reading and I know that lots of people get confused and there's lots of jargon that gets thrown around but the ultimate goal that we all have is that we want children to be able to easily learn to read and understand what they're reading so that they can be successful in their education and then in their life. It is a big deal reading. It's become such an integral part of all of our daily life. I highly doubt there's been a day where you haven't done reading recently. It's such an important part of our life and I think we do get a bit worried that if our child is starting to show signs that they're falling behind that it could impact them long term. Anyway, I'm here with the Early Reading Playbook to help you to kind of navigate this and to help you not to worry because at the end of the day your child is likely to get there. They will get there in their own time and with a little bit of guidance and they will succeed with their reading. With so much going on into reading, we sometimes get overwhelmed and confused by all the different things we're doing. We quite often hear there's this thing called phonics, which might sound a little bit different to how we learnt to read, and it's likely we can't even remember how we learnt to read because it's so long ago and we just do it automatically now. In this episode today, I'm going to go through one of the models which can help simplify this. There's several different models, but I quite like this one as a starting point because there are five pillars that will help us to understand what is going on with reading. Let's go. Welcome to the Your Learning Village podcast, where you'll discover insights and actionable tips to help your child with learning at home with a special focus on reading. They say it takes a village to raise a child, so let's build your child's learning village. Begin to get the tools you'll need to help your child on their unique learning journey and feel confident that you're doing enough for your child. With your host, Sarah Chabbers. parent come to me a few years ago when I was a reading tutor and said my child is struggling I don't know what to help them I keep being told that they're not meeting their standards for phonics that they're not being able to understand what they're reading and it's a common thing that I get quite a lot this child was getting towards the topper end of primary school they were in key stage two for those outside of the UK that is they were an eight nine year old they were in what would be year four and they were really falling behind and we needed to have a look at all the different things that were going on. i tell you the story so that we can think about it and think about what was going on with this child and think about how we could help them with the five pillars of reading and I'm going to explain the five pillars using this child as an example so that I can explain how I help them with the five pillars to help their reading progress. Pillar number one is phonemic awareness. Now phonemic awareness is when we think about reading with the lights off. That might sound a bit strange but this is all the stuff that's going on in your head or in their head when they are reading. For instance they might recognize the sounds as but those sounds are manipulating in their head to make that word cat. It was reading with the lights off in my little story. This is where I targeted quite a lot of my support, mainly because when I spoke to the mum, she said that he'd actually missed a lot of school and early learning 
experiences before he went to school when he was younger because he had an illness. This is quite a common thing. He was missing out all the things like nursery rhymes and a lot of the playing around with words which we don't even realise are helping the child to learn to read. This is often where I will target my help and support first is looking back at can they rhyme? Can they manipulate letters in their heads? Can they take a sound away? Instead of having cat, what would happen if you change the k to a p, p, at, pat? Those kind of little exercises really help their phonemic awareness and kind of rewired what was going on in their heads. That's pillar number one. Pillar number two is the one that we quite often talk about when we're talking about early reading, particularly if your child is going to school and they're on one of these programs, and that is phonics. It is a big buzzword in the education world and the early learning world, and this is where the sounds correspond to the letters or the group of letters. It's not teaching ABCs anymore, or the alphabet. Yes, we do use that, particularly when they grow beyond needing to use phonics, but it's using the sounds. There are 44 sounds in the English language and they are what we call phonemes, but there are a lot of graphemes, which are the different ways of writing it, particularly for the vowels, and I'll talk about that in a later episode. Phonics is what we talk about a lot with early readers. For the child that I was talking about before, we're pretty secure with single sounds, but then we started looking at the digraphs and this is where we've got two letters, one sound, and this is where children start to struggle. They quite often get to the single sounds fine, and then when we get to digraphs, that's when it all kind of gets a bit complicated and a bit confusing, and that's where we struggle and not trying to identify them. We did a lot of work on that. The next pillar that we're going to talk about is actually vocabulary. Now, extending your child's vocabulary and making sure that they know lots of different words and hear different words really helps them with reading because they are going to expect to see those kind of words when they're reading a text. Now, quite often when we're talking, we don't talk how things are written. We speak very differently to how things are written. But extending a child's vocabulary, they are aware of lots of different words. This links back to that phonemic awareness, what's going on in their head. They're more likely to be able to read a word. For instance, if we take this example, we would find it very difficult as an adult to read a text which, if you're not in the field of science, had lots of long, complicated words. My husband actually is a scientist and he (laughs) sometimes will show me some of the papers that he's written and I have no idea what any of the words mean. I try and read them and he just looks at me like, what, that's not even close. Even though I'm using phonics, I'm using my phonemic awareness, that vocabulary is not in my vocabulary. I don't know how to read it. I can have a go, but I can't get there. Applying that then to a child, the more words that they know, the more likely they are going to be to read them. Creating a rich vocabulary is an important pillar. Pillar number four is fluency. This is again something that will get bounced around. If your child brings home a reading record from school, if they are going to a school, they it's likely that one of the comments will be, oh, they're starting to read really fluently. This is when they are able to not have to do sound by sound. They are reading in sentences and they're starting to get some flow and intonation into what they're reading. It sounds a bit more like they're talking to a friend rather than being a robot. 
fluency is one of those areas which will build and it builds on once they have got the first couple of pillars they are reading quicker and it's making a lot more sense and they're beginning to make it sound animated which is a, is a challenge but children do get there eventually one of the biggest ways you can help with fluency is actually just modeling it to them when you're reading yourself and pillar number five is a big one which will build on all the things that go before that is comprehension comprehension becomes the main focus once they've mastered all the other parts before this. Expecting a very early reader who hasn't got the phonemic awareness or the phonics to have comprehension is unrealistic. But expecting an older child who has mastered all of those, this will become their focus. They are then moving into being able to read to learn. There's lots of different strands in comprehension that they will build up throughout their education career. They were the five pillars of reading. What I want you to do now is I have a free shortcut guide for you if you would like to grab that. And it's about getting sounds right for phonics. I know that you can be going through lots and lots of different sounds. You've given the 44 sounds, you're trying to learn them, but I have a little shortcut guide for you through my experience as a primary teacher and as a reading tutor, the sounds that I see most people mispronouncing and I've put them all together in under three minutes because the video is under three minutes you can quickly learn the ones that you need to keep an eye out for and then once you've got those you can wow your child and even their teacher by perfecting this. To grab that shortcut guide I'll pop a link in the show notes and on the notes for this episode. Let's just go back and quickly review the five pillars of reading. Number one, phonemic awareness. This is reading without the lights on, what's going on in the head. Number two, phonics. How the sounds relate to the letters on the page. And these will be single sounds and digraphs. Two letters, one sound, or three letters, one sound, putting those together. Vocabulary is number three. Making sure that it's nice and rich, so that they can recognise words when they see them. Number four is fluency. How well are they reading? Are they nice and smooth? Are they adding intonation? Are they sounding like they're talking to a friend rather than being a robot? And number five, the big one where they will move eventually and what we want them to be aiming towards is that comprehension piece. And hopefully then they are showing a good understanding of what they are reading. I hope you enjoyed the episode and I will see you again soon. Goodbye for now. Thank you for listening. I hope that you can take something away that will help to add to your child's learning village. Head over to the show notes for this episode at www.yourlearningvillage.com forward slash podcast where you'll find anything mentioned today.